Well, welcome to another podcast here at Crossroads Community Church, and I'm Steve Hollis. It's uh, good to have you along with me here today, and I'm not alone. Uh, Eddie is out of the office this week, but I have my filler, and his name is Rich McPhail. Uh, not just a one-time listener of the podcast, but a but a multi-listener, multi-time listener, and he's been on the podcast before with uh, his brother, well, not his brother in Christ, <laughs> Dustin Ellis. So good to have you with me, Rich. Good to see you, buddy. Good seeing you, Steve. Thank you. It's good to be here, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, he is. Uh, he's going to help us out as uh, we uh, kind of go through the processes of of talking about what happened this last Sunday because what happened this last Sunday was something that was brand new and it was brand new for me and uh, brand new for the Crossroads group, Crossroads family, and that was that I brought the message. So um, uh, Rich has come with some notes and and we're going to talk about some good stuff about how it pertains to our lives and all that good stuff. But hey, you just had mentioned to me, before we get involved with that, you just mentioned to me that it's getting a little warmer outside. Yes, it is. Sun's out. It's a beautiful day. It's a balmy 28 degrees. Balmy 28. <laughs> as opposed to yesterday. So, yeah. It's, and uh, this weekend was not uh, any fun no. uh, whatsoever. But but it's kind of funny how this January uh, snuck up on us. I mean, really. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just kind of crazy. Here we are basking in 40 and 50 degree weather and then it slaps us upside the face (laughs) by the way i'm january (laughs) you know we need a cold spell though yeah we do the colder the weather the slower my work becomes so and those stinking stink bugs came back really in my house anyway (laughs) i i I did not have any oh bless your heart (laughs) i'm glad you didn't but i'll look up there and there's here comes dive bomber number two, you know. <laughs> oh man! But uh, yeah, it's been it's been good, and got to readjust the mic here. Just a hair it was dropping on me. There we go. But um, yeah, it, uh, hopefully it'll kill off some of the more of the ones that are that, that have been hanging around. That would be nice. Yeah, it would be. It'd be very nice. Yeah. But it is a nice day today, so. Yep, the sun is shining. Yes. Uh, we're. Uh, and, and you know what? We're not even going to share with you what day that we're doing the podcast. That way they can just go, when was the sun shining? When was that hat? When, it was, when was it a balmy 28? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, Rich is uh, obliged to take his lunch and uh, be with me here today. And I really appreciate you doing that. And so we're going to get into the meat of it. Uh, unless you had something else, and by the way, I'm I'm not going to say anything ill-willed towards our pastor, even no. though he does seem to like to make fun of me on occasion. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to say anything bad. Yeah. Uh, I but I just wanted to be the uh, bigger man here. Okay. So, so uh, <laughs> we 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 uh, I I do enjoy the podcast. Yeah. I do listen every week, and I. Certainly enjoy you and Eddie, and oh, it's fun. And uh, it's a great opportunity to be able to fill in for him today with you. That's great. Well, thanks for being here for sure. Well, I won't play with the motorcycle though that I give it because it is a gift, and yeah, 
I I'm not as quite as fidgety as he is, so <laughs> I'll, I'll try to try to keep it quiet okay. over here. Uh, sounds good. Yeah, the, um, and he appreciates that, and he does fidget with it every, because he'll go for his watch, he'll start to mess with his watch, and this is no kidding. He'll start to mess with his watch again, and then he looks down and he sees the, and he'll grab before we get the whole podcast started, and so uh, it's been a it's been a good thing to have that motorcycle here in hand. So it's good stuff. I'm just realizing that my microphone just is wanting to dip a little bit. Anyway, there we go. A little inside information about the microphone. Um, so could you start us off? worth a word of prayer and then after the podcast I guess I'll take over where Eddie usually does it but uh, okay be great God we love you and we just uh, thank you for this time that Steve and I get together and just uh, talk about your word and talk about you and all the great things you do for us and we uh, we just thank you for uh, this opportunity and we thank you for Steve filling in for Eddie while he's gone and we uh, we appreciate him kind of uh, stepping up there and what a fantastic job he did, and we uh, pray that you'll be with Eddie and Diane as they take a little little time and yes. just uh, had a rough couple weeks, and we just pray you'll lift them up and mm-hmm. just uh, give them the rest they need, and we, uh, we'll uh, be looking forward to them coming back. And We, we thank you for uh, Stacy and Josh and the rest of the music team mm-hmm. uh, also stepping up and doing a fantastic job, and we, mm-hmm. we appreciate them and all they do for the church. And we pray that you'll just bless this time, and we... Uh, we ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Rich. So that's so, kind of what we're going to do, right? We're going to yep. swap we're gonna a swap. little bit. So you kind of are me, I'm, I'm and going, I'm going to represent a little bit like Eddie. Yeah, so I'm going to talk a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll pick on you instead <laughs> of great. Eddie. I love but it. no, a um, couple things before we start, or, or before we get into the sermon part. Uh, briefly, I guess. How, how do you feel? How, how, did, how did it feel being in the pulpit? It, I have a new respect for uh, preachers, especially the first-timers. Um, there, was a, there was a new anxiety. But at the same time, I had an assurance because I had an assurance that I had been called to do that. And so when you know you're called and you know that you're going to put the study in and you spend that time you knew that the anxiety I knew the anxiety was just me and I just needed to keep putting it at the throne so I felt um, I felt very I kind of mentioned it and if you've listened to the podcast or if you've listened to the sermon or if you were there on Sunday uh, listeners if, if you happen to watch on the archive I kind of had no. I mentioned that I'm stepping up. I've been on that stage for almost 20 years. It felt like it feels like home, anytime, but it felt a little weird for sure. Right. Like wow, there's some new ground I'm standing on. I was humbled to be uh, to be allowed to do it. Very humbled, and very humbled to stand. When I I, I need to explain something. When I when I lead worship, I stand on holy ground. Don't don't get that wrong. But when I stood getting ready to prepare the word, that was some interesting things. <laughs> right. I'm like, just, just a little different Ooh. there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, then the Holy Spirit just assured me, is, is it good? Yeah, it's good. Good. Well, I, uh, speaking for me and uh, my wife, 
because she's the only one I really got to talk to about it here the last couple of days. And thought you did a fantastic job. We really oh, appreciate man. it as members of the church also that appreciate you that. could fill in, and we thought you did a great job. We did find one thing humorous. Yeah. Uh, I always have said, I said, I've never seen Steve Hollis sing without a guitar in his hand. I said, it's it's like I've, I said, you'll stand there and sing, but the guitar is still strapped there. Yep. There's that. And, and Roberta says, did you notice him holding the coffee cup? <laughs> I said, that was his guitar maybe, because he walked around with it. I said, maybe... I just needed something. But yeah. No guitar pick, no guitar. I need something. But, yeah. but anyway, we, we, we thought that was kind of yeah. kind of humorous because oh you're, you're used to being there with the microphone and everything, but yeah. it's just a little different. But Yeah, now, now I want to clarify what you just mentioned because you, you said we've never seen you sing without a guitar. And, and I think that what you were referring to was when I was speaking or, or around on the stage. <laughs> right. So, I yeah, you're exactly right. And I, I actually thought about that. I thought about, you know... I've got that little bit of a protective <laughs> wall or something, you know, and uh, it's funny that you brought that yeah. out, but uh, yeah, I kind of wanted to make sure I had a little something up there in case I needed to just <laughs> grab something. <laughs> so, uh, also, uh, something real quick, uh, briefly, yeah. just touch on it, um, and, and then I will, I will expand on it. We, uh, you sent an email out to uh, the leadership team about one word. Yeah. And I, uh, I'm familiar with it. I have done it for a few years. Uh, I know um, you can get on Twitter and stuff. And, like, I follow the IU football coach. Yeah. Big, big uh, inspirational guy. He's, he's, you know, a lot of people don't like him because he, he's, um, he's a Christian. He, oh. He's very well spoken about it. He's a big one-word guy. His, I think the whole football team has a one-word for their year, wow. and he does it. Briefly, just tell everyone what the one word means, just shortly. Well, the one word means uh, that as you have prayed, as 2019 closes, or as a year closes, and you're going into a new year, what... Uh, is the Lord pressing upon you? What has He been showing you towards the end of that year that He is wanting to promote in your life, in your personal life, into the new year? It's, it's different than a re- resolution. It's one word that you can keep coming back to. And it, when it hits and it reminds you, and the Holy Spirit reminds you of that one word at different unique times, it's a lot better than a bunch of phrase, you know, a phrase or a right. list of things. And that one word sticks it's good stuff so like i said before we have done that previously in men's groups and 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 is where i was kind of first introduced to it that and like i said following coach allen yeah um you sent that out i already had my word for the year awesome had been praying over it and and the reason i bring this up was my my word this year is focus no kidding and Steve spoke on 2020 vision and seeing things. And, and I I did a little research and and I found the verse Colossians chapter three, verse one, two, since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. So my word 
was focus that I need to, I want to focus on things more with the church, with God, and on Him in how I do things. That's awesome. So, letting you go here, your sermon was about vision, 2020. And you said, um, you spoke of uh, personally not being able to see. It's kind of where you started off. Yeah. Um, Go ahead and tell us a little bit about your thoughts there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it was interesting because the message... Um, started to come to me before 2020 and and it didn't come the part where the 2020 vision for the series title uh, for last week and then this week to come this week weekend to come um, I didn't reference it first I referenced the fact that the word blurry came to me now that's not my word for 2020 I actually share my word for 2020 Uniquely enough, just as yours was unique for this particular thing, <laughs> uniquely enough, my my word for 2020 is communicate. And it has different aspects wrapped in it. How do I communicate with my wife? How do I communicate with the staff here at Crossroads? Um, what areas of those those relationships do I have to do better at? But then in the midst of all of that, and as I was referring to those different areas, uh, and, and the Holy Spirit was talking to me about that one word, to communicate. Communicate, then I recognized right around October, uh, September and October, that the Lord was leading me to take a communications class, um, some other things, and was prepping the way, I didn't know, but was prepping the way for what needed to happen on the 19th and, the, and now the 26th. And uh, the reason why I say needed to happen, uh, Eddie was trying to fill the pulpit. I think it was mentioned in this last podcast and uh, knew that these two dates were, were um, you know, not being filled yet. And I had asked and just kind of checked on our pastor and, and he, that was the one thing that he was worried about. And I was no longer being nudged by the Holy Spirit. I got shoved. And I said, Amen. I'll take those if you need it. So back to this whole thing, to communicate and realize that uh, the Lord is uh, go ahead and pressing into me, uh, and that and that goes along the lines of worship as well. How am I communicating worship uh, on a weekly basis and a daily basis for myself? Let alone, um, you know, how I uh, how I explain or exclaim that or proclaim that, uh, share that with uh, the, the group. So anyways, we, we go into this, the blurry, and it turned into, is that blurry to you? Because I remembered that story. You know, I was, I was thinking about the different aspects of what was blurry to me in different times of my life. And at first I thought, oh, okay, well, maybe it was when I was really understanding the fullness of God. And he's like, no, 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 no. More personal. Like, I mean, that's very personal. But I mean, more like a story that I want you to tell them that they could relate to. And and so he brought the, the fact that I needed glasses. So, okay, little synopsis. Was in college, third year in college, went to a, a community college in Freeport, Illinois, set up in a lecture hall, and I'm looking down, and I can't see the front uh, board. I turned to my classmate. I said, 
is that blurry to you? <laughs> and she's like, what? And she was just writing notes just fine. And I thought, my goodness, this dry erase marker is running out of ink. And so she looks at me and she goes, here, take these. And I'm like, look at her. And she's handing me her glasses. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I don't need glasses. But I thought, okay, let's give it a shot. So I put the glasses on. They were, I'm not kidding you, Rich. They were exactly the prescription I needed. Talk about weird. Yep. <laughs> and so I put them on. Because, you know, I mean, I put other people's glasses on. And they were like, whoa, I can't even walk. You, you never find the right ones with somebody else. No. So she handed me what I needed, which also goes along with this whole context of what's going on. I needed what she had. You know. And so I, I put them on. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Somebody turned the lights on. Somebody quickly switched markers with him. And here he is, you know, and all the words showed up. And I'm like, I, I. so then I had to give her my, give her the glasses back. <laughs> and I couldn't see again, so I had to, you know, uh, ask her if I could have her notes afterwards. But that, but that was very interesting because what was then realized was this wasn't just something that happened that day. This was a slow fade. This is something that I didn't even recognize was happening until one day I couldn't take notes. Right. So it really was an interesting way that God reminded me of that story. And if you just heard what I said about that, I needed what she had. And she was willing to give me a taste of that, offered that to me. I probably, if I would even have said, hey, can I really, I need to get these notes. Can I have these for the rest of the Yeah, you can, but make sure that I get your notes. Here's probably what right. you'd say. But, right. but anyway... I recognize the need. I recognize that I need to get into the doctor soon. Otherwise, I was going to miss out on the opportunities that were in front of me. Really interesting, because then as we started to talk about the different types of blurriness in this message and this word that God gave me, recognize that the world uh, sees things that differently than what God sees. And it's very blurry to the truth. The truth of, of life is found in God and in the Word. And sin is the way that the world sees life without God. I'd like to go back to a point you made there, something I'd like to emphasize. You brought it up about, you know, it was a slow fade. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, you're, you're, you're uh, walking your walk. And you're right on the path, and everything's good, and it's, hey, it's great. We're, you know, I'm, I'm hand in hand with God. Everything's going smooth, and, but you get off, just a half a degree. Mm-hmm. No big deal. You're, you're still there. You're right there. Hey, I'm good. But if you continue down that half a degree path, the further you go, the further you're off the path. And and the same way that you're talking about your vision, you didn't wake up one day and all of a sudden I can't see. It you know it was over time, right? But with with your path and your walk, you keep going down that wrong path. The further and further you get away from where you need to be, mm-hmm. and uh, Eddie talks about it all the time. You get back in the mud. You mm-hmm. get back. You know wallering where you don't need to be and and uh, easily done 
Yeah. It's it's a slippery slope, that first step and then it's boom. Yep. So I I, <clears throat> I I like that and 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 how you use that also. But um going on further, there are a couple other things that uh, like you to talk about um the world's view of sin and god's view of holiness you brought up and god's view of sin and um speak speak a little bit about the world's view versus god's view mm-hmm. of things well when we're i think that i know you you and i rich uh no matter our backgrounds could go back to remember when we were without god no matter if it was a young age like i was uh when i recognized that i needed a savior was and and i'll, and I'll say this truthfully it was first at like eight and nine years old i needed something different i was the recognition i was then reminded again when i was around 14 13 and 14 that that there was a slow fade going on adolescence was going on little different things were happening right and I needed to reconnect in a way now um, I want to explain that I was a, I am a pastor's kid dad's still a pastor even though he's retired he's still a pastor but my dad uh, lived and, up in Elkhart and Indiana. the pastor's kids were always the worst <laughs> always the worst <laughs> as they said at our church it's because they hung around with the deacon's kids <laughs> And so uh, I, I was then getting into college and then recognizing that if I did not watch out. So anyway, uh, that again, recognition that, man, uh, I have got to stay out of the mud. I've got to do that. And so, if, you know, if we were to, to ask you or if, if Eddie was here and we'd say, how was that life without God and you were in sin? recognition of the world's view is saying it is a a life that's locked into selfishness we if somebody that doesn't have Jesus right now would would hear that being said that might feel like dude stop pointing fingers at me what do you mean I'm selfish I'm not I'm a good person I do good things I give to charity. I, 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 whatever, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't beat my wife. I love my children. My life is fine. I'm not locked up in chains like I've heard, or I'm not selfish. What in the world? The problem is, is that without Jesus, the light of the world, the one that, that was sent to save us from the things that we were that we've been a part of it says in the word for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God so when we know and we see that sin is a part of our lives and the guilt that happens with that sin That is released when Jesus is for, Jesus forgives us when we ask Him to come on in. So it's a barrier to God. God cannot look on sin. 
And so when he he loves us, don't get me wrong, he right. loves us. Right. But to look upon us and to to fully um, bless and and to um, create this life that he intended for us, he cannot look upon us because of the sin in our lives. So that's why he gave us Jesus to be that sacrificial lamb. Uh, I hope that that kind of touches a little bit. Right. Uh, and, and some great points there. Um, there are a lot of good people in the world mm-hmm. that are without Jesus. Uh, and a lot of people don't like to hear that. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's, it's not as though we're trying to be mean. We were all, because of Adam, we were born into sin. Mm-hmm. We were born that way. Hence, why we need Jesus. Right. It's, it's not the fact that, you know, we're, we're doing something different. We're all the same. Right. It, it's it's a equal opportunity for, for, That's for, the truth. for everybody. That's but, right. But it's... A, it's it's not something like say you're not pointing a finger. It's just that's that's what the Bible says and what yep. God says. So um, that's good. Appreciate that. Um, you you also uh, had talked about uh, <clears throat> God's ways versus our ways a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, we live in a everything's right there at the touch of a finger in our hand and that's what we want we yeah. want it we want it now or oh, there's first world problems yeah where's god. my internet yeah why am i not connected right god has a different plan he does you want to touch on a little bit of that absolutely about god's ways i think that that is a, is a huge part to the fade in our lives when we live in the world that we live in, and in the nation, I should say, the nation that we live in, in the first world, we have these first world problems, and all of a sudden they become the heavy. And all of a sudden, we are dealing with ridiculousness when it comes down to the very aspects and the foundations of life. We get ourselves so numb based on looking at other people. A lot of times, really, Rich, mm-hmm. it's based on, we have social media to right off the tip of our, our phones. We have, we're looking at other people, we're, we're, we're mirroring things, how to dress. We, 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 we mirror that off of other people or celebrities. We, um, we, instead of looking at the word for answers, a lot of times we look to other people and we, we say, well, how does that person, I, oh, I kind of admire that person. How does that person live? Rather than, how does God want me to live? Amen. How is Jesus wanting me to grab a hold of what true freedom looks like? And if we do, there's where the unlocking really truly comes. And the focus the blurriness goes, and the focus, no matter if you're without Christ or with, or if you have a life with Christ and you've forget, been forgiven, and this, this is where we're going to go in this talk because this is the way that the message went. But in our Christian lives, 
we still have blurriness. We can still have it because what happens is, is we have a numbing that can occur unless we're taking our day at the beginning of the day and surrendering it and keeping that conversation with the Father going, mm-hmm. listening to the... Uh, listening to the Holy Spirit and some would say well how in the world do you listen to the Holy Spirit especially if you're a new uh, you, you, you are new to this um, life with Jesus and you not really know a lot about the Holy Spirit you would say well listening to the Holy Spirit really <laughs> what is that all about right right and I mentioned nudges and I mentioned being shoved by the Holy Spirit it's like seriously did you get like pushed out of your chair you know did you feel that did you did you understand that that was somebody like just seriously just shoving you and that's not it but how I can how I can bring it closer is when we talk about conscious our, our conscience mm-hmm. and what we deal with that is probably one of the better ways to put it at, at the beginning stage and understanding of what how the Holy Spirit speak to us that little Voice, your inside voice that 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 catches you at times before saying something. That's a good idea, right? You know, right. tame my tongue. You know, and as we as we are found in in Jesus, and we re- realize that we need to focus in on some things, we need to change some things. Then that little that conscious, or you know how Eddie has put it one time. He's got you know you got the devil on one side, you got the angel on the other side. You know you you know. Put the plug in your ear next to the devil side and, and listen more so to the, right. the angel side. Uh, that's kind of that Holy Spirit. But that is where we need to be so careful, especially in the first world. If you see pictures or if you've been on a mission trip and you see the third world or, this, or the second world, or the, you know, where, where this is at, you know, however that looks, you recognize, oh, man. How are they doing it? And then you realize how blessed you are. You come back and you're like, okay, I I got to get rid of a lot of this crust that has built up around me. Yeah. So, well, and and to go on about you know listening to the Holy Spirit, I know that uh, there's been over the years several things I've prayed about. You know, they always say you get one of three answers: yes, no, and not yet. And uh, I know there's been times I've prayed and and in a matter of 20 seconds just here's your answer. Yeah. You know. It's true. And and, and it, it can be that and I know I've prayed sometimes for 3 and 4 or 5 years about yes. something yes. about healing of a person with cancer mm-hmm. or whatever and it just drags on and on and on and and we are to persevere, you know. Mm-hmm. God calls us to keep praying. So uh not everything, you know, like my good friend always said, I wish God just sent me an email <laughs> so I could have it in black and white. It was plain and it was in first grade English right. so I could see it. But uh, unfortunately, sometimes it doesn't work that right. way. But it, but it's uh, it, it's it's the Holy Spirit when he when he sees it. If we if we have our eyes open, if we have our glasses on that yeah. we need and we see it, uh, he he'll, he will speak to us. Yeah. And and. Uh, that's a great thing, but uh, and you kind of ended up the sermon, um, and I know what what a what a time we live in um, with 
everything going on in the world and, you know, talks of World War Three and mm-hmm. everything else mm-hmm. in the news and, mm-hmm. and crazy. And we obviously don't have enough time to get into the political realm and don't want to. No, don't want to. Don't want to at all. Right. But First um, Corinthians 13, 13, and now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And God tells us, you know, show his love. Yes. That's it. We, to, to hit that by also mentioning that when I mentioned to you that the, the, the eyesight or the heart's vision upon life gets a little blurry as we're a Christian at times, I mentioned in the message that also what we've got to be careful about doing is judging other Christians judging the way that we see them and so what i felt that the lord needed wanted me to share with everybody was sometimes we get sideways as christians and we get blurry vision about truly ex, uh, expressing our love of unity for our fellow believer where we get a little sideways is, is that is if we are paying attention in the word paying attention to the holy spirit praying when we're we're asking when we're lacking wisdom if we've got a concern about another christian another fellow believer it is not the first thing that we need to do is not go to another fellow believer and go hey Mm -hmm. is his life blurry to you or is it just me no the first first thing we need to do is to get in the word and to ask the holy spirit for wisdom Amen. If you're in the Word, you'll under it. Uh, if you've read this before, you'll understand that what I'm going to say next is is that when the the Father is purposefully put in the Scriptures something very important, and it says, "When you lack wisdom, ask me, and I will grant it." But here's the key to that: don't ask it with tainted lenses. Now, it's hard to do that because we're all tainted to some extent. Right. We all have, and I use the big word, paradigm, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think somebody said that to them. Yeah, I learned a new word from you today, Steve. <laughs> I got 20 cents. <laughs> Paradigms. <laughs> uh, and so when we, when, when our own para, paradigm is, is, is asking in that wisdom, we have to humble ourselves. And recognize that the wisdom that God will give to us might very well be a new way we need to see something. We need to recognize that. And if it's forgiveness that we need to then extend to that fellow believer that we may have seen sideways and maybe even gossiped about or, or you know, what what. I'm sure that there's a word for Christian gossiping that's, that sounds like I'm concerned about this person and I'm going to pray for you. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it gets into the, the heated right, or, the, or the thick of things. And the next thing you know, you, you got a quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes here, small group <laughs> that, is, that is concerned. Right. Right. And it's right. more gossip than it is yes. you know, concerned. So we've got to be careful that when we do ask for wisdom, that that is done out of love for the Father, understanding that we're not perfect, 
and then understanding that when we ask for wisdom, he'll give it to us, he'll provide it, and then it's our obedience to then respond however we need to, whether it's changing lenses and seeing more closer to what Jesus sees. Yeah. And so you mentioned that out of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, 13th verse, about love, the love of God, first and foremost, and then the love of our fellow believers and fellow individuals in the world doesn't just stop at fellow believers. Right. What's the uh, love thy neighbor as yourself? And that one is tough. Yes. Because Jesus taught a different way. He taught a different way, I should say, not different than that, different way that the world likes to see things. When you got an enemy or a neighbor that's you're off with, uh, sideways with, you're going to get revenge or you're going mm-hmm. to make it right and I'm going to talk to you about that and come here. And Jesus says, love your enemies. Offer them a drink of water if they're of thirst. Do unto them as you would have them as you would want them to do unto you. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if I pulled that up or not. I had a yes. I, I took a snapshot. I had come across this today in Matthew five forty four. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Mm. Wow. It's huge. Seen that this morning. Right? And, Sermon on the Mount stuff. And that's tough. It's tough. That's that's tough stuff to do sometimes because the human side says, I'm going to get even. Yeah. But, but we're to love them. That's it. And we can't beat them over the head with the Bible. We have to love them. That's right. So, um, wrapping that up. Yep. Uh, good first week. Yeah. What do we got looked forward to this coming Sunday? Well, it's exciting because what the Lord has given me is a continuation, of course, in this series you want to continue. You know, you don't want to pick up something completely different. And, uh, and the continuation is about our vision, about how to get even clearer vision, the 2020 vision of understanding truly what God desires for our lives. And so the focus of this next message coming up is how God sees us in what our lives, how we are to, um, I'll put it this way, reflect Jesus and how others need to see. We don't want to blur their vision, right? So if we're living in the world, we don't become of it. So if you're a Christian, um, we all live in this world. But when we look at the way Jesus prayed before he was arrested, to take him to get beat and then put up on the cross, he prayed for his disciples. Rich, you and I are his disciples. It wasn't just the twelve. It wasn't that he was praying for. He was praying for us. They're of the world, Father, or they're in the world, but help them not to be of the world. Set them apart for your goodness and your glory. So the focus becomes even more clear, and we become understanding of when when we recognize that through obedience and through surrender, uh, God wants us to reflect Jesus. 
And when people look at us, they see more Jesus than they see Steve. Wow, that's tough. <laughs> yeah. That's tough stuff. Yes. But, I'm a, but, but he's put that in front of me. And I, and I tell him I'm really looking forward to a neat story, especially at the end of the message. So I hope you that are listening uh, will come. And, and uh, I'm, I'm excited about where the Father wants me to go with this next message and, and, um, and how, God, how God sees us and how, what, how he wants to set us apart even more. That's good stuff. Good. That's great. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing you in the pulpit again. And Thanks, man. On a, on, a, on a different, my air quotes, my, on a different stage, but same stage. Yeah. And, and uh, Can I, I get to God, share something here with you real quick? I, I just found out and confirmed uh, that uh, the Clay Harding Band, or part, mostly of it, is going to be here on Sunday leading worship. Oh, so Good. last week I will have to share this a little bit that because I'm the worship pastor, and you know I had to the, fill the pulpit. Filling the pulpit. Yes, <laughs> I had double if not triple duty, and so it was pretty. Yeah, you know, and so it was a little heavy so, there. So, so we'll it's have nice like to have these guys, Clay and yeah, Jay, Clay uh, uh, lead, and uh, then uh, Brandy, his wife, uh, will be helping. It'll be a keyboardist that he's going to bring along. He's going to bring Tanner. Uh, that that guitarist. plays lead guitarist yeah. that uh, plays with Cochran right. and company, um, and then Mike, our, our very own Mike Benefield, uh, um, on the bass. So now Aaron usually plays lead for yeah. him, but Aaron is away this weekend, okay. and so they needed to uh, grab Tanner if it was going to work, and it does. And it's good. Working. So I'm really looking yeah. forward to having those guys with us. Yeah, he's uh, very good. Yeah, I, I enjoy listening to them. Absolutely. Well. Um, Anything else? Or do you want to close in prayer and then... I'd love to do that. Let's do it. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for allowing us to dig a little bit deeper into your word and how it's relevant to our lives and and how uh, you want to continue to extend uh, your great wisdom and your great love and grace to us. I pray, Father, that that as we're listening to this or, or, or... uh, have a chance to just really dive deep into understanding of how you want us to live, that we will uh, surrender your authority, your lordship into our life. And I pray that, that, we, that we see that sometimes on this journey it, it, that we just got to stay away from the slow fade. We've got to stay away from that pit that, that wants to drag us in and that, that we are more focused in. And when we find that, that we're doing that through obedience, that we find more freedom in our lives. So I pray that upon uh, these people that are listening today, I thank you for what you're doing in our lives. And I submit all this to you now in Jesus' precious right name. Amen. 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 Well, Steve, thank you for the uh, opportunity. Had a good time. <laughs> and Eddie, Diane, hello. Yes. Hope you're resting well. Yes. We miss you. Yes. But have a good, uh, have a good time while Absolutely. you're off. Absolutely. Yes, relax. Be free of any... Uh, extra anxiety or anything that would want to come that way and uh, just uh, have a good time. Now, I will tell them, uh, I'll share this, their, their poor water heater, the very first day that they took off, their water heater failed. And it was a, it was a ridiculous mess. And it was a two-day adventure. So uh, I got to share in that a little bit. But uh, thankfully, they're on the other side. They have hot water. Good. No longer taking ice baths. 
Oh no! Can you imagine? Wrong time and that of year. Was, and that, exactly, that was during the time that it was so bitter cold. I'm like, you guys need to come on over with us. Yeah. And it'll be fine. They're like, we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong time of year for an ice bath. <laughs> no kidding. Well, thanks, Rich, so much for uh, coming in and leading that side of it. And uh, I, I've just thoroughly enjoyed it. We have extended. This might be the longest podcast, but I really enjoyed it. We're a couple of talkers. And so. we normally don't talk that much. Three three minutes. <laughs> just, just three minutes. You said it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, folks, thanks for joining us. And uh, until the next time, till next week, uh, boy, we're just really glad you listen in. Otherwise, this would be all for naught. So take care. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And God bless. Mm-hmm.